0: FM to get started.
1: Hey there, Z Nation fans! Welcome to another episode of the Z Nation After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about season four, episode three, "The Vanishing." But don't you vanish because we have a very special guest. Stay tuned. You're
0: tuning into the destination for TV superfan fan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz!
1: begin Got to say we were at a complete loss for what to pick for tonight's song and Michelle came through yeah, with girl. a fantastic recommendation sort of works. I <laughs> love <laughs> this song <I'll> clap. <laughs> For sure. Hello, Z Nation fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Z Nation After Show. Tonight, we are talking about The Vanishing, probably one of the most atmospheric episodes this series has done. Let's not waste any time. Let me introduce my fantastic panel. To my left, Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. You can follow me all over the social
2: medias
3: at KIAXET. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. To her left, Michelle
2: Cullen.
1: Hello,
3: everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen.
1: And to her left, our very, very special guest, the CEO of The Asylum and one of the producers of the show, David Michael Latt. Hey, everyone.
0: Uh, You can reach me at uh, David M. Latt.
1: Forgot to throw in returning guest star champion as well.
0: Really? Yes. Champion?
1: Yes. We held a competition uh, at the end. Twitter poll, yeah, totally won. Really? No. I was
2: going to say, if we're going by sheer number of times that someone has been on this show, yep. it might be Anastasia. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Okay. It might also be Nat.
1: Nat or Anastasia. Nat's got like quite a In terms of, like, number few. of guest appearances. Yes. Maybe Carl or Abram too. They've got quite a few under the Michael,
0: ask me. I'll show up. <laughs> I am in I'm available. You know. Well,
1: you, again, you are welcome what, anytime, whatever. and we are you so know, happy I'm, to have you here for the water. <laughs> We were you sitting... dangled this beautiful thing in front of him and then you took it away. <laughs> I'm sorry. What that my was terrible. You can't mean. keep. That was terrible. Where is weird. your mind? <laughs> I don't know. I just I keep looking off into the distance and I see the destruction of the world. And, and I hear
2: zombie noises out in the forest, so I think I'm gonna go chase them after this just by myself.
1: I keep staring out east. Um, but also, guys, I'm Megan Salinas. <laughs> you guys can tweet <laughs> at me at the manguin That's T H E M E N G U I N. We are gonna be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVZNation Nation in case you guys have any questions for our fantastic guests or wanna participate uh, in the conversation. Katie's got you covered on the live chat. So uh, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Uh yeah, let's uh why not start there? Let's start with Warren because she's kind of as as uh, the song indicated just kind of off in her own little world.
2: I like that we finally got to see what her little uh, disconnects from reality look like from the outside because every time we're following her into this flaming hell and then snapping back into reality along with her so it's nice to see it from the outside and her just kind of making gestures at things that aren't there and everyone going oh
1: <laughs> it is always fun when you have a character who is hallucinating or having some sort of vision getting it from the us. other yeah from the other character's point of view of being like because it creates this question of, is this character crazy, or is this character actually seeing something that's real? And the answer is, we don't really know. She's crazy. Oh, wait. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Spoilers! See, yeah. I'm going to assume seeing something that's real,
2: because we saw Dr. Happy, Dr. Sunshine, Dr. Guy, whose name I cannot for
0: the life of me remember. Sunshine it's, sounds right.
2: Yeah, it, it's, it's something Andy like that. Warhol I think it's Sunshine. Yes burning a zombie hand in the... I believe it was the season premiere. So I think everything being on fire is kind of a pretty good prediction.
1: I... I would get a little worried because um, the person who told her to trust these visions and her instincts was a person who was fighting off becoming a zombie at the time. So I'm not sure if Dr. Teller was 100% reliable when he said, totally trust your visions. But he also knew that
2: he was becoming unreliable. Everyone else is just kind of like, I'm perfectly fine. Let me go murder someone with my nine iron.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, thoughts? It kind of makes me wonder if they did all of the experiments for what we ended up seeing in the season premiere like right around Warren while she was in a coma and just (laughs) commenting like she's passed out, she's not gonna know what's up now will you hand me this thing so I can burn this hand up and then just kind of planning subconsciously like how else, how does she know I love that idea
1: actually. She's just like <laughs> just absorbing hospital nurse. Like she she's in a pod. It's fine.
0: <laughs> she's she a Columbus she sponge up at the end. It's all a dream. All she
3: never a woke dream. up from that the That was coma. what I said in the first thing. Mm. Yeah. And it did.
1: I, still I don't think, think it's real, but... I still think it's entirely possible that this is all taking place in the mind of Citizen Z as the uh. nuclear weapons are falling from the end of Season that 1. That would be
2: the coolest twist ever. No, I still think it's possible that it's taking place in a snow globe that a small
1: child is
0: looking into. That's exactly what's going on. There we go. No, now, got that.
1: now, for you guys, mm-hmm. it must be, you know, obviously we don't want a definite answer, but it's probably really fun When you guys get to play around with the idea of an unreliable perspective. Because again, she's not sure what the source of this is. And the rest of the team isn't really sure whether or not they should trust it either.
0: You know, I've seen the whole season. So I kind of know where everything is going. And it's one of those things of just going into it. You know what's Carl going to do and and Craig going to do? Those are the showrunners and the creators of the show, um, you know, making sure that everything plays into what these hallucinations are and and trusting what's real, what isn't real. They do a fantastic job, and every script comes, you go, okay, you, you, you know, they nailed it. The biggest, the only real big thing that we wanted to make sure on the network and studio side was that Warren still is kick ass. Yeah. This oh is, yeah. It, it, and we, you know, that and Carl's, oh, of course, of course, it's gonna, you know. And, you know, it's, uh, because because you have this this you know this character that is is hallucinating and, and doesn't necessarily and, and isn't fighting, you know, and so we just want to make sure that well look she's a kick ass character let's make sure she kicks ass. And I mean
2: she was gonna punch a zombie in this oh, episode yeah. she
1: was ready.
0: Oh you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> I'm
1: sure. Well, it, it also, um, talking about how, like, cool and badass all our characters are, um, we talked about it quite a bit last week, but the idea that, and we see it in detail, and we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to, to poor R.I.P. Henry Rollins. Um, we'll talk about it a little Bye. bit more there. But, like, seeing the reality of, like, this is a seasoned group of zombie-fighting veterans, and to see them kind of, at like, at a loss for what to do is something that's that's... As, as a viewer, it, it really is something that's very scary uh, because like these are guys who take out zombies left and right and then all of a sudden they are caught completely unawares of what to do when a headshot doesn't work anymore. See,
2: at one point they had a shovel and I'm like, great, take the shovel, remove the head and then it was used like this and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> remove the head with the shovel.
0: <laughs> guys. But even that, you know, you'll these are mad Zs. they're unkillable and it's uh, it's fantastic you know it's just uh, and so it has to be just mush at the end and even then you you might find something scattering
3: around we've seen arms go on their own yes Henry Rollins shot the crap out of the old sergeant's head yeah when he fought that battle like he smushed it it should have Ended there. I was like, "Cool, no more head, no more problems." <laughs> and then he gets up in the scene, and I was
1: like, "Oops, <laughs> oh, oh dear, oh dear, <laughs> <laughs> that is not good." <laughs> I, I like what you had to say about um, unkillable zombies because that's that's something new. Um, and I can only I can only imagine what it must be like in the the writers' room and in the the production office when somebody goes, "Hey." What if we removed headshots from working? <laughs> like, just the amount of maniacal laughter that must have just erupted out of the office. Well,
0: it's a challenge that they had to do in the writers' room, because, you know, if, if you go season one, season two, season three, season three, you know, you had blends, and you had all of a sudden the zombies became not such bad guys at the end of the day. And so what you wanted to do was we need to get kind of get take it back again like, to season one a little bit more and go okay, let's make the zombies have to be bad guys. We need some bad guys in this in the show. They can't all be touchy feely and blends and whatnot. And, and you had that in season three, but you needed to have that you know extra kind of push. And to their credit, they came up with the unkillable zombies, and it's you couldn't get any badder than that. I mean, that's uh, pretty badass.
1: I kind of like that too because last season dealt with a lot of moral ambiguity, yes. like. Um, Murphy was being a cult leader, but at the same time you could argue that he had very good intentions. Warren... Well, you know what they say about the road to Yeah, hell. Warren no. also wanted to find a cure, but she crossed a lot of lines that, you know, previously I don't think she would have been willing to cross. But a lot of characters were just kind of at their limit at the end of last season, so there were a lot of shades of gray. So it's very interesting that... Not to use the word reset, like, like, like Zona's been doing, but it's kind of interesting that by making the zombies kind of unkillable, you sort of kind of reset that, that sort of like, oh, the zombies are the bad guy again, right. we have a unified enemy once One of the
0: things that, you know, I, I enjoy reading the reviews are going on, you know, three, three episodes in because they're all like, this is getting back to season one and, you know, the team is on a, on a quest and it's a little bit away from trying these other, moral ambiguity stories and stuff but uh you know it to me that's what the task was for season four um and they just handled it beautifully I mean and it, the show just gets better and better I just I, I want I want you to see the next episode which I, which I believe was <laughs> directed worry, by uh, uh Keith Allen uh, yeah. who plays uh you know Murphy so uh and, and saw
1: that on Twitter that's gonna be so fun He's a
0: great director and not just from this, but, you know, early on, he actually directed a show that I produced, um, a movie, and it's a horror film and a phenomenal movie. So, I mean, he has it that, that skill set, and he uses it a lot in, in the next episode, which is great.
3: Looking forward to it.
0: Nice. I can't wait to show you.
3: <laughs> well, and yeah. I also kind of feel, you know how it's adapt to survive or you, or you perish? Adapt it's or die, yeah. Adapt or die, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um... Like the zombies can sense some things coming because I feel like this isn't the first time scientists have come from Zona to the mainland
1: to do some stuff. So we don't know what they're up to right now. Oh, yeah. So we don't know what's happened in the past two years. A
3: reset in that sense, too. (laughs) He does.
2: should we just like get you some popcorn so you can eat it and smile while well, we theorize this,
0: this should thing. not be water and then I'll tell you everything <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do have a bar in the back We'll keep that <sighs> in mind for next, time. <laughs> it for next time should have filled it up with the keg shoot we missed out on an opportunity you guys oh gosh so Please. this
0: vanishing was, was directed by uh, Alex Yellen who um, is our cinematographer for the uh, for the whole series. I mean, he yeah. steps in and out, you know, on occasion, but for the most part, he set the tone and the visual that of the whole thing.
1: Makes and, so much sense. And he's
0: directed a few during uh, over the last few seasons and uh it's great and is written by John Hines who has done some of my favorite episodes you know on the series so it was just it was a deadly combination of uh, of greatness uh, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah something that is very it's integral anytime you do something horror related or oriented if you don't have atmosphere you've got nothing in terms of scares and and we know this show is a horror comedy but this episode in particular was super atmospheric. It was very quiet, and it was very this visual storytelling was fantastic, phenomenal. Uh, particularly with uh, Henry Rollins' uh, character story and Sergeant Lily. And let's let's go ahead and talk about them uh, before we get to like Murphy and the the rest of the gang. Let's talk about. Henry Rollins, Rollins and Sergeant Lily. And David, you said that you had a little bit of a story that you wanted to share.
0: There is. It's, it's a sad story, but... <clears throat> so, is so this episode, I think. Mean. Well, uh, Sergeant Lily came about... Be- well, the, the character is a character. But the name came about because we had a super fan. She's a young girl. Um, uh, her name was Lily. And uh, and she got very ill. Uh, she, you know, during the course of the show. and um, uh, But it was a real quick illness. Uh, we sent shout outs. We sent things, big fan stuff. She did some interviews. she was you know uh, always wearing the Z nation hat and she ultimately died uh, and as an honor to her because uh, she affected everybody uh, in the sh- <clears throat> in the show, we named the character after her so uh, it's just it's uh, uh, you know we love our fans and we 're nothing without our fans uh, people who watch the show and and she was a super fan and and we honor her by giving her a real kick-ass character. And, and Grace does a phenomenal job just really being this kick-ass, uh, no-nonsense, uh, uh, wonderful character. So, And we're going to see more of her, too. Oh, all
1: right. That's, that's fantastic. That is wow. a wonderful... So. I'm... <laughs> yeah, where do I go need a minute. I'm going to need a
3: minute. I'm going to need a minute. I am relieved uh, that you say we're going to see a lot more of her, because... that. Uh, Henry Rollins got added to the show, and I was like, <laughs> "Yay!" <laughs> and now he's gone. I know it. And and you're and like, "No." There's ten more
0: episodes. Everyone's so surprised we got Henry in, in the show because he never says yes to anything. You know, he yeah. you know he's he's very elusive. He, he does what he wants to do. You know, he's very particular about you know the projects he, he picks. And I think we've gone after him a bunch of times, and he's always said no. And 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 this, he just absolutely want to do it. He he loves the show. He's a fan of the show. Um, and it just worked out in the schedule because he's a very busy man, and and it was great. And yeah, I want him. I want him in every episode. You know, <laughs> Dude, at
2: this point, that would be sc- a little worrying. <laughs> that would be scary. Uh,
1: at this point, it would
2: be it's like fun. part
0: of
1: him. Parts.
0: It's,
2: all good. it's
1: like it's like a uh,
2: the thing from Adam's family. Just yeah. <laughs>
0: We, we've done that a few times. I, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Mike on Twitter says, that scene with Henry Rollins was epic. It yeah. felt like uh, it never ended, and the imagery mm-hmm. was so disturbing. Ugh. I loved it. Um, so, yeah, I I have to agree with that. He got some pretty fantastic action sequences in this episode, not only um, in his fight with the zombie that ultimately killed him, but also with the gang. And this is, this is what I was talking about earlier with, like, to see them very much at a loss when a headshot doesn't work. Like, they basically have to blow him apart limb by limb. I, I do have to ask, how, how did you guys, and I'm sure it's a combination of, like, green screen effect and, and practical, but, like, how did you blow off half it's of crazy. his head?
0: We really blew off his head.
1: Um, <laughs> He's a he little actor. Oh, oh, God. That's why we only
0: had him for a few days. He's very uh,
1: dedicated. Very dedicated.
0: Dead. Uh, you know, you look at the... Oh, uh,
1: no. Hey. I laughed at that. <laughs> oh, Man. Runs in the family, doesn't it? Oh, I'm so disappointed in myself, but proud I, of you. I'm laughing Where more than last? you like, Are you surprised? Okay, you know, bring it back
0: all uh i could probably post some behind the-scene shots of that because yeah. oh that'd wears, be lovely. They, they put like a skull cap a green skull cap yeah uh, and and helmet there so, uh, so they were able to track it and uh, and and then just carve it out in the visual effects uh, side of it That's so it's cool. really you know and it just wouldn't have worked if it didn't look so damn cool <laughs> yeah. but they did the visual effects team did a great job and uh and it's just it's one of my favorite scenes i mean it's just you know yeah. it's 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 shocking it's just shocking
3: it's one of those I feel like
2: one of the most fun things for an actor to do in this show is to play a character for a little while die
1: and then get to be a zombie yeah (laughs) you make it fun to be killed off well, Thank you. <laughs> not only not only that but like to get to be a zombie in such a like jaw-dropping scene. Oh yeah. Um because oh. even though we we knew prior to this that a headshot didn't work, it's a completely different thing to see half of somebody's entire skull get blown apart and then to see, see them still moving. Like that
3: is that raises so many questions. That it does. entire scene was so powerful and I have to say I love the new makeup for these unkillable zombies. Yeah. The
1: eyes.
2: That's what I noticed is that the, the eyes aren't blanked out. They he, still have pupils and irises. They
3: still have pupils That's and new. irises and it's all right here. It's normal skin tone and just a terrifying mouth. And he kind of reminded me of the mummy
0: sometimes yeah. when he was
3: scre- <laughs> when he was screaming.
0: But he's good at that. Yeah. I mean you know the still that images that I have him are my I posted something. This is my favorite picture of the whole season because it's of him just like in front of uh the camera or Warren just, ah you know, <laughs> and the whole jaws back and the the neck is crazy and you're like it's intense and he's intense he's so fantastic yeah he's <sighs> he's dead goodbye <laughs> <laughs> Henry Rollins
1: oh we hardly knew he. Yeah. which is such a it's such a bummer too because like leading up to to him being turned into a zombie he was a very deep character he was emotionally in touch with mm-hmm. uh, with like you don't see that from the military type uh, very often in in this, or really other shows too, military types are very by the book. Like, oh, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. Very procedural. And this is a guy who's like, you look like you could use a hug.
0: <laughs> I, um, I love that part of it. And you know, I was even talking to Carl about it. It's like, that's one of my favorite parts. Because well, we were thinking about actually not having that sitting there. It just it was one of those fifty fifty <laughs> things. And I'm like, that's it's exactly his character. You know, and I'm so glad that the decision was made to keep it. You know, because um, I wanted to see more of that touchy-feely and yet very, you know, authori- to, uh, <laughs> authoritative... Authoritative. <laughs> Thank you, authoritative. Uh, you know, uh, characters uh, in, in the show, he's... Yeah, he's great. So
1: Yeah, and just to, to be around anybody who after so many years in the zombie apocalypse could still be so positive right. mm-hmm. and still be that in touch with their own emotions and sense of empathy, because that's something that's that gets it. killed off real quick in the apocalypse. Um, so to have a character who is still so empathetic, was very interesting. And I think it paints a very interesting picture about the relationship between him and Sergeant Lilly, who is left behind now.
0: But I I would say the the mirror image is Warren, who's very empathetic. You know, and that's been her character, Murphy, not so much. (laughs) Murphy's had to take (laughs) several
1: lessons in empathy, and even then he still gets failing marks most of the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, so... But it's nice to see outside characters. Usually they're not. You know, yeah. they're you know, just there for killing, you know. But yeah.
1: <laughs> they're just there to be
2: cannon fodder. Yeah. But yeah. I I did Zonda love Richards. that we basically had Murphy summarize that, like, Yeah <laughs> I've heard of that like we've done this more than once. It sounds great, we show up and then by the time we leave it's gone to hell. <laughs> I'm like you ever think that you might be the reason
1: for that? <laughs> There's a common denominator. There's a common denominator and
2: it's our little group of characters. But, Admittedly, there were some of them that were going to hell anyway, and it was just bad timing. And there were some that actively went to hell because our characters were. But I appreciate
0: there. that Carl and the writers acknowledge it and don't shy away from those, you know, what this series has been, and go and basically tell the audience, you know, this is our pattern, but we're gonna break the pattern you know we we acknowledge that the pattern is we go into it we we blow it up we you know we, we cause mayhem and destruction and then we leave we're gonna break it up this time uh, by acknowledging it so it's they and yeah it's uh, it's done a few times and it's uh, it's like okay good glad we all know it
2: we're gonna go in there leave all the structures intact and vanish everybody
0: that'll be new <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it really is because now we're like did we get roan the hell is going What's on? Going
1: on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's a good segue. Um, let's let's go ahead and use this opportunity to talk about the fact that everybody's disappeared and, and now Sun May is gone. Sun we
2: May saw is her gone. there last episode. And now
0: she saw ahead. her here. You know, she was <laughs> yeah. in the studio. That's but what happened. Everybody's but
1: gone. There, there is just a dimensional uh, wormhole that just led straight here to the After Buzz studio. You just take a step in the wrong direction
2: and poof, you're here. It's so weird. Like, we have this show every week and people come on and then they're
1: never heard from again. It's
0: just the <laughs> oddest pattern. It's <Wait>, <laughs> the wait, wait, landform wait, wait, wait. What, what Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me this beforehand.
1: <laughs> it's will be okay. I mean, no, you I think don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like on once for yes and twice for no. <laughs> You've been on the show before. Where did you go afterwards? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, hanging I out know. with
3: Amelia Earhart.
0: <laughs> I, I've been here this whole time. <laughs> it
1: went black and then you just ended up back here. It's Pretty like a much. time loop scenario. <laughs> oh, <that's freaky. laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> actually. Oh um, gosh. A Groundhog yes, Day scenario. Ugh.
3: It's very unsettling that we got the scene last episode where everyone was gone and May was there. Also, she did not check the camp thoroughly unless it was a tradesy situation because now she's gone, but Burgess. Is stuck in a to be fair,
2: in a closet. He was hiding. I think he in shut that, himself
1: in there. He shut himself in there, and it was the room where she was sleeping. Um, and so I think that like uh, he just he, made no noise. He made. They didn't no, find
2: him until they opened the cabinets in there, and she did. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: Anyone is this thing on?
1: This uh, <laughs> this girl <laughs> hid from these things for weeks. Well, then put her in charge. Uh, but yeah, we get this scene. Um, and I have to say, like, a good jump scare. Good jump scare finding this guy. Um, because I could have sworn, like, he was going to be a zombie. But no, he jumped out. And we get nothing out of this guy. He is completely traumatized by whatever he saw. And here's the thing he clearly saw something. I'm trying not to look at David right now because I, don't, <laughs> I know. No spoilers. But, he's um, got a good poker face. He's got a very good poker face. But this guy saw. Whatever happened to the rest of the camp and had enough time to kind of escape it. Which it makes me like I was theorizing like some sort of transdimensional sort of thing, but that's not the implication here. This and so that there was something in the camp. Yeah. And I
2: think he just had that he had a probably had a fight or flight response and was close enough to the cabinet to just be like, Nope. And lock himself in.
1: Yeah, and because I don't I, know if he could get himself think, out, and that might have been why he didn't go. I think I I might be making a leap here, but I kind of feel like he was really suspicious um, because Red kept going, oh yeah, everything's fine, you know, they totally fine, they're on they're on their way, they'll they'll be back. He was suspicious, and he was already wary about like splitting up and everything to begin with, and so he and you can definitely tell survival was this guy's like. Primary motivation, because staying on the move is what kept them alive. I think that's something along the lines of what he said, so I think he was already kind of suspicious, so he was hanging around out around where sun and red were, and that's when whatever came to camp came to camp, and he again he had enough time to just hop into the tent and hide and just barricade himself. I have no idea what he saw. And I don't even begin to know where I would start guessing. Zombie with... Langoliers. <laughs> I don't know what that is.
2: It's You're better off not King. knowing. It's
1: a Stephen King story. And it it's is,
2: not one of the good Stephen King it is, stories. It is
1: bonkers. It's,
2: ooh, there's this TV
1: movie? Ma- Michelle, do you have any thoughts? Because I'm very much at a loss. Um, I have,
3: I have absolutely no valid guess as to what... <laughs> could possibly be making the tree shake.
2: I'm, I'm sticking with zombie Langoliers. Because it just reminds me... You might as well me... stay so far out in left field that everything else sounds sane. It reminds me of the T-Rex
3: in Jurassic Park, and that's not it.
1: <laughs> uh, that's not it. That I can tell. David, do you have a guess?
0: <laughs> Let's talk about Sharknado. <laughs>
1: we did throw that out there and we've seen zombie tornadoes zombie so uh, a, a tornado could a tornado full of zombies could have come through the camp and just miraculously sure, not torn everything apart we I will mean, find the answers out when we do the
0: musical what <gasps> wouldn't that be nice you
1: can't toy with my emotions that like I that I know the,
0: the, the Hass would love to do it but uh, there is no maybe season five we'll do a musical how does that sound
3: you promise? You heard no. it here first. After
1: Best TV exclusive. <laughs> I know you. You wouldn't say The walking,
0: walking Dead do that. No. Uh. I, I would know know settle
1: joking. for a TV movie musical of <laughs> no. Z Nation. Hmm. I would totally even just settle for a musical sequence. Like it's a dream sequence. I would. I would take it. Well, all pump, of the burning zombies and Warren's <laughs> Nightmares <laughs> start dancing. <There> <laughs> it's getting
3: hot in here.
2: I feel like so it would be off
1: all your skin. I feel like it would be a wow.
3: Murphy dream if it's anyone's.
1: That's uh, yeah. a good point. Uh, like, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm very much reminded of um, when Doc was telling Lucy the story last season about yes. how her parents met. Like, I'm kind of picturing, like, Sarah being in the musical number <laughs> now, too. I think that would be fantastic. Sorry, you've given me this thing and I want it. <laughs> I,
0: I, me, too. <laughs> I, if Carl's watching, you know. Carl?
1: <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Okay, that's... My kingdom
2: to see Keith in a top hat and tails, hello, my baby, hello, my honey.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's perfect for him.
3: <laughs> he went too beautiful at that. Uh, Let's talk
1: about what's actually <laughs> happening now. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Oh. I get <laughs> very... Dramatic. I am so easily distracted when that's you just okay. I throw mean, in the music. I got you. <laughs> we, we have news
3: and
2: gossip and we have predictions. I feel like we need a wishful thinking section. <laughs>
3: like
2: that, if you let us into the, the run, room. like harp music that always... Is, is someone going into it's a dream. It's done and done. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll talk about this next season. It's yep. done and done. All right.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and bring it back to um, let's bring it back to the group. Um, one thing uh, that we we had a few people on Twitter commenting about um, is this reunion between Murphy and Lucy. This is like the first time they've been, since she was a baby, that they've been on screen in like a non-hostage sort of situation for an extended period amount of time. And because he's so biologically different than how he was the last time they saw each other, she, I think she's she's mad for a number of reasons. Oh, and yeah. And she's mad that they no longer have that connection, and she's also mad that he just, generally speaking, hasn't been around
0: her well, entire life. Yeah. as a parent... To a teenager, I can say that relationship is perfect. You know. Uh, and how it's played out. So,
1: but there's also you know, that.
0: So she's blue. You know, that's the only difference.
2: But there's that added there. It, it's oh, words. It's a thing. I'm still stuck on like top hat and tails you guys. Um, there's that added layer of, oh well I don't have that anymore because I was cured. And saying, well I was cured and I used to be like you, is saying there's something wrong with you. Which is not the case, but let's be real, Murphy is not real good with empathy.
0: He's trying. You know, he, he's, I mean, the, the relationship that he has with his daughter in this episode and, and, and coming up ones, uh, it's, it's, the, it's a trying relationship. And that dynamic playing out in the apocalypse is real unique and real fun to watch, you know, and trying to make the connections, not making the, the connections, and, you know, yeah, that's a teenager, so. <laughs> and a parent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and you also have the added layer of, like, you know, one of the, the few things that he, like, genuinely cared about with all his heart, besides himself, was his daughter. Um, he was trying his best in his own way to, like, because he thought the people around him at the time were planning on killing her, so, like, leaving her with another group of people who he could, in his mind, trust, because he turned them into blends, um, like, uh, Every step of the way, it's a thing that made sense, even though it made him an absentee parent, and... Well, and then he thought she was dead, because he didn't have that connection anymore. He, uh, yeah, she, you know, he thought she was gone, and he had to sit there and mourn and move on, and then to find out after, after two years that she's still alive, like, that's a lot of information to process in a very short amount of time after... A leisurely two years um uh, it's been like not only not only is she alive not only not only that but like the the place he's been staying at completely falls apart the second Warren wakes up from a coma um and his daughter's alive and he's left her out there unprotected like that's a lot to process for a dad and and, And and for the
0: actor too i mean and and i think he finds the right tone keith does a great job finding that tone and um, and really playing it very emotionally and, and vulnerably, which, you know, you haven't seen that part of him ever, you know, in the show. But he, he's capable of it, and it's brought out by this relationship with his daughter so well.
1: Yeah, seeing Keith, like, trying to, to make a connection with this person who's just not having it, it's, it's it's such an interesting, it's so fun to watch him, like, I'm trying being a dad is hard (laughs) well and he's
2: watched his nice idyllic little world fall apart over the span of
1: eh, 48
2: hours maybe so that's pretty rough because that's everything he could ever have wanted and by the way it's all going to hell
1: also wouldn't she in like if she had aged normally be three years old at this point yep yep oh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) that's not that is not a ton of time at all she's a three year old teenager
0: as oh. most three year olds are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Most uh most three year olds are kind of prima donna, <laughs> just, just a little bit. Um, but kind of kind of a surprising thing. She doesn't have a connection with him, but she does have one with Warren. And that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Warren got
2: some Murphy in her thanks to that bullet.
3: Mm-hmm. And then was in a coma for two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: her hair's different now. Uh,
3: mm, mm, mm. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> it took a little longer than I'm proud of to, to see it there. But uh, now that I see it, I'm picking it up.
0: Can you think it's blue real soon? No,
3: I don't think she's going to be blue. I think it's just that little bit of Murphy blood. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he was blonde for a little bit. He there. had white hair. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think it's a good look for her, though. I like it. I'm, I'm embarrassed. That <laughs> that was... <laughs> I'm going to be very frank right well, now. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we didn't know because Zona was also the place that gave her a pedicure while she was in a coma. Well, yeah. So that they was... could have just done her hair, too. But
3: even though there's a scene in this episode toward the end where Lucy goes after Warren and I sat there going, huh. Their hair's the same color. <laughs>
0: no connection
3: <laughs> occurred in this brain. <laughs> it's just Like it's the same shade of wig. You were too, too busy going. You were too
2: busy going. Henry Rollins, <laughs> rest in peace. RIP.
1: Um, if he it, was still alive at that point. If in the it episode. makes you feel better, there are plenty of times. Very odd. A, there, if it makes you feel better, there have been plenty of times where a plot point has been staring me in the face, and it's just gone. Foosh, so do not t- feel bad. I
0: guess there's no surprise here, but I'll be watching on the broadcast after seeing the rough cut reading the scripts, every incarnation, seeing the dailies and then seeing the broadcast version. Going, oh, that's what they meant. <laughs> you know, You're like, I, oh, got it. No. I got it.
1: it all comes They're together.
0: there's zombies. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> Don't
1: know how I missed that. Boy, it's amazing
2: what they did in post. <laughs>
0: well, that's true, too. There's a can, lot of that.
1: Can we talk about that a little bit? Um, because we, we talked about What they to, do in post? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of it this season um, with the dream sequences in right. particular. Um, like, when, do, you, do you... Like, obviously this show... Relies a great deal on the practical effects. Were was there? uh, And yeah, visual. uh, The the post production effects have always been a component as well, and they've always done a marvelous job. But I feel like with the shift to these otherworldly visions, um, I I was like, I don't. I'm I'm a little bit concerned about like the amount of CGI and post production. (laughs) Not that it's a bad thing, but I'm like. What, like, where, like, in terms of, like, is that something that the show is going to be relying a little bit more on? Because the practical effects have always been so good.
0: I think you'd be surprised at how many visual effects are in every episode. That's how good it is, because it's true. you can't you know, just tell. Just things that you don't notice because they play. You know, in a believable, authentic way. So, it's seamless you know, most of the, the time. dream stuff is going to be a little more out there. So, a, a black rainbow and and the crows and the manta and you know and all that stuff, you know, it's obviously uh, CG. But some of the other stuff, you know, you'd be surprised that it was. So, I don't necessarily know that our team has more than they're you know they normally have to do. Uh, I'm sure they're you know uh, still working twenty four seven. You know, and all the stuff. I mean, there is a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm not going to die. I don't know if it's more than usual. And I don't think we're necessarily relying on it more.
1: Okay. Because, yeah, that was that was my thing, is that I forget how much the show actually does use CGI because it's integrated so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just um, when you see a CGI flying mantis, you're like, that's a thing I don't normally see. When in you see CGI. any
0: zombies, and you're talking about the eyes, every zombie eye is CG. Yeah, yep. So, you know, I mean, it's every, every little bit. So.
1: Which is cool because, like, in first two seasons, I totally thought they were all contacts. Yeah, That would have
0: been the easy thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, no, we, you know. I would well, imagine I that would way.
2: also hurt after doing it all day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cool.
1: like, yeah, 12, 14 hour days. Yeah, in, yeah no, that would be terrible. And I think
0: they did it on a few hero sh- uh, uh, zombies and they were opaque and you couldn't see it. it, was, it was, you know, it, it, it's just easier to do it in post.
2: Yeah, let me that's run around great. and uneven everything and not be able to see. We're going to set you in the
3: woods, <laughs> but I can't see. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, also just to peel the the, the the curtain back a little bit is, you know, we shoot the whole thing in Spokane, Washington, and this is a, you know, takes place all over the United States. So you talk about visual effects. I mean, there's so much in there just to kind of place them in the right place in the in the right location and stuff. And this season, they definitely do the travel. They actually go reverse. They go back east. So, you know, it's they're doing a lot of traveling in this show as well, and you're relying on the visual effects.
2: Yeah, but Spokane's got a lot of different locations. Where you can be mm-hmm. like, well, this
1: looks like Kansas, and this looks a little well, more Well, it looks like, like Zona. Okay, I mean, this looks know. like Wyoming. It's kind of incredible how the right location and then just a little bit of set dressing yep. goes a long way.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yep, it's fantastic. I do think it is funny, and uh, that we spent like the majority of the series going west, and now we're going to go east. I kind of love that. I mean, yeah. what else are you supposed to do
3: in the apocalypse? You find something that drives you, and you go in that direction. I really want to know if the cannibals are still in uh, Pennsylvania. I hope not. <laughs>
2: Season one, throwback. uh, The
1: first episode in this series that really (laughs) wrecked me. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just put this out here now, so think about it, because when we get to predictions towards the end of the show, I'm going to ask everybody, so what do we think is out east? So think about that, and we'll talk about it when we get to predictions. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want to blindside anybody when I ask. Hopefully
0: season five.
1: (laughs) All right um, but yeah let's let's there's uh, another component of uh, this episode that I want to talk about and that's Doc and 10k yes. because one of the i think one of my favorite moments um, just so far in the series has just been this moment where Doc sees Murphy for the first time and without be without any sense of anger because I'm sitting here going, Murphy, you owe Doc an apology because Doc has always stood, stood up for you, always believed in you. and just without without any prompting just Doc goes and gives him a hug and it's just like no. I was like he's, Like you, Murphy still owes you an apology, but that's what <laughs> but you're a fantastic character and it's okay.
3: If Doc were to die, I don't know that I could keep watching. Like I would eventually <laughs> I watch. I wouldn't. I would need to know what happens. But if Doc were to die,
2: nobody has I plot would, armor. But it's still just kind of like. But we need I that. Know, the person. other
3: ones would break my heart and possibly make me cry, and I'd be like, okay, life goes on. But if Doc
1: died,
0: <laughs> he, he is a, a fan favorite. And uh, you know, when you do the surveys and the marketing and sci-fi, all that stuff. I mean, they're all they all have at various levels. You know, everyone gets you know yeah. to the top of the mountain, but. Um, You know, yeah, just on a personal level, just uh, Russell, who plays Doc, is, you know, such, he is that guy. He's empathetic, he's nice, he's sweet, he's smart, he's, you know, just giving and, you know, just couldn't ask for a nicer friend and and actor and performer on that show. So, yes, I would not watch if uh, Doc...
1: (laughs) A much-needed source of optimism in the apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But But, we we um, also, oh, go ahead.
2: ahead. On the flip side, uh, we have Mike New York from Twitter saying, "Did you notice that after 10K reunited with the group, he and Murphy never spoke to each other during the episode?" Can you blame him?
1: I was gonna say, yeah. I feel like that was intentional. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Any, any chance there was a scene on the cutting room floor where they make eye contact and then just kind of turn and walk away? I,
0: you know, I, I, I've given notes uh, this season going. You know, ten k isn't talking a lot. You know, we need to give them a little bit more. And Carl's like, you know, no. It's the, that relationship needs to be preserved in that particular way for that moment, whatever that moment is in, in, in the script, because they have issues with each other. So um, yeah, he's still and the sore sun about is slightly it. warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even two years later.
1: I mean, he was brainwashed and used by this guy who probably isn't going to be apologizing anytime right, soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also kind of do get this nice little bit of dramatic irony, too, um, because uh, they don't know what's happened to Addie. They know she got shot in the face and is presumably wandering around. Might be in Numerico. We don't know. Um, but I did love that little bit of dramatic irony of like someone shot her in the face. Oh, we need to get that jerk. We need... <laughs> that wasn't the word he used, but um, but I I was like, oh, oh, baby, no, <laughs> um, yeah. Didn't they realize at one point that it was 10K and just she, not say she anything? She saw that it was 10K. He never Doc, saw her. Doc yeah. realized it was 10K. That's right. that's what I mean, yeah.
0: There were incarnations yeah. where he knew and not on the script side of things, and, and I think where it landed, you know, how it plays out is perfect.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. Just um, that, like, let's not actually tell her that. Objectively, 10K had some amazing moments that kind of harken back to his original introduction into the show in season one where he's a survivalist who was brought up in the woods by his dad know, knowing all these tricks and so you got to see some really cool moments with him. No, Again, no words. A lot of visual imagery but him you, MacGyvering the window out of the car and using it to listen to the things happening as a bounce sheet and then the close-up shots. Ugh. <laughs>
1: because I, again <laughs> it makes I sense that this very uh that this very atmospheric visually driven episode is directed by somebody who typically handles yes. the cinematography right. for the series it makes a lot of sense and i feel like whenever we have a cinematographer being the director i feel like we always go man like the shots in this episode are <laughs> <Probably>. really good <laughs> i don't think you're wrong <laughs>
3: But the the close up of the bumblebee on the dandelions and and the snake and the lizard, it was just it was so great.
2: I feel like this is another one of those episodes where it's like, all right, go out there, get some b roll, see you in a couple hours.
0: <laughs> That's always the case.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and just go nature it up for a bit. Sure. And they always come back with something really fantastic. Yep. Oh yeah. Um I think probably my favorite bit of uh, framing was just the the Michael Myers uh, Push, no. you know, getting back up um, from the background. I, I, I always really appreciate those in my horror movies. Well,
2: and we're watching um, this go. Henry Rollins turns to face the camera, and we're like, oh that, oh the framing moved. Oh, the zombie's still there. He's, in the, he's like the getting back it. up. He's
1: getting back up. There he goes. Um, there he goes. Um, I know what that
2: framing means. Uh,
1: talking about 10K though, I really like. And you were talking about how a lot of it harkened back to his character in season one. I think a lot of it says how far he's come as a character as well because back then he had so much trouble connecting with people and in this episode we take a a good chunk of time to talk about his relationship with red and and about how how that connection has evolved in the years since everybody was kind of scattered to the wind and what to what he's supposed to do now that she's not here like do you hang on to hope do you just kind of write her off as gone so you move on it's 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 a very interesting conundrum again when you have a system in place of like if we get separated this is what you do and to have no sign of that it's like well do i just hope she's okay and just didn't have a chance to leave a sign or you leave a sign of your own and you do what you can. There were
3: whispers. We saw her in a couple shots. Like she's there. Uh, did I I'm miss just saying I think
2: I missed that. I missed, I missed that? that. Oh my there god. The show you're seeing when things. he's
3: listening on the glass, you, there's the animals and then there's a whisper on the wind and there's a blurry shot of a woman in red running through the woods. And then there's a zombie jump scare, and he smashes the glass on I his got, head.
1: I got, real <laughs> distracted by the zombie jump scare. Yeah, me
3: too. Which I think was the point.
1: Yeah, go back and watch it. You're welcome. This is why I need to. This is why, <laughs> this like, why I watch it twice. This, this is why, um, if I'm not watching something with subtitles, like I'm, I miss stuff. Like I, I like watching stuff with AfterBuzz with like um, the subtitles in the bottom has completely changed the way I watch regular shows. I miss so much if there aren't subtitles there.
2: Well, and it's great to have subtitles because if someone's talking off screen, like if they're an important character, they have a name and then what they're saying. And if they're not an important character, it's just like soldier, student, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. What is this gonna cheat die sheet that
0: you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the script. <laughs> uh... All
3: right. And and to be fair, I can't verify that it's red, but it's a blurry shot of a woman in a red. It looks implied. like the red scarf. It's heavily implied that she is somewhere
0: nearby. Well, it's one of the things that you brought up earlier about you know going through this journey not knowing what's going to happen next. Because yeah. you're trusting, you know, you're putting your faith in Warren, um, who's going to lead you on a journey she doesn't even know anything about. And you don't know where it's going to take yeah, you. Yeah, we don't know what the destination is. You don't even know wh- where she's going, why she's going, what she's doing, what this reset thing is, um, and whatnot. And same thing with the characters that are disappeared. It's You know, you're going through that same mystery that our heroes are going through. So, you know, hopefully we get some answers, um, (laughs) you know, and hopefully the answers are good enough, you know, to, uh, to keep going.
3: I was gonna say did they not talk at all on that helicopter ride over like it was the creepy doctor and soldiers so i feel like a debrief
2: I, <laughs> should
1: have gone
0: no, down
3: i'm pretty sure they
2: didn't because nobody talks in front of doctors.
1: well i i really <laughs> appreciated that we had that scene with all of them uh, at the top because when uh the helicopter took off at the end of the last episode we were like Who's flying the plane? Mm. Who's flying the helicopter? If I'm here and you're here, then who's flying the plane? (laughs) Someone an NPC. Ah, gotcha. So I, I very much like that they showed that like yeah there's there's we I mean we knew that there were groups of soldiers like doing stuff but yeah. it was nice to see them like actually sneak off um, so that was cool they didn't really sneak they, they so just
3: wandered <laughs> and the other people did not give a crap
0: yeah I kind of looked at that as, they should be behind a tree or something blatantly
3: you know? <laughs> walking away all right we missed that you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like by the way, was for, bold
0: for me, he, he, <laughs> Mister Sunshine looks like the, uh, the the guy from Everlasting Gobstopper, the Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yes! I always keep calling him Charlie. You know, so I know he's, he has a real name. But um, <laughs> See, uh, I
2: called him Judge Doom last episode.
1: Doom. Oh, I don't remember his name. I, I keep calling him Andy Warhol glasses, but you yeah. know, he also kind of looks a little like Danny Elfman when he wears the yep. yellow glasses yeah. as well.
0: <laughs> he's a very unique character. You know, that, he's uh,
1: creepy. You fantastically he's, terrifying. He's, he
0: hasn't said a word, really. And, no, and he has It's
3: just his when, clap. When I was this on his clap.
1: When this show chooses to introduce a villain that doesn't oh, yeah, speak right. does. a ton, it's, like, super unsettling. Like, ugh. Yeah, because the man didn't have a whole lot of dialogue when he was initially introduced, and we haven't heard much from this guy, too, and it's just one of those things where it's like, what's going on in this guy's head?
2: I mean, super unsettling is kind of the subtitle of this show. <laughs>
1: It did. They they did introduce the cannibals pretty early
2: on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, okay. no, no. Episode one, Zom baby kills a man. Like
0: that's it.
1: <laughs> that is a lot of it up. We're going um, to start off with that. Okay. So we we do have a couple other things that we need to tackle. We're running a little short on time. Do we have any final thoughts about this episode before we dive into some news and gossip uh, and predictions? I just, it's another cinematography thing that I just appreciate—the Route 66 sign
3: with the Z on it. Yes, yeah. I love it. So oh, much! Roll credits. so powerful. Oh.
0: My wife looked at me and she goes, "Really?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I love it. Okay, but
2: why yeah, not it's though? Cool. But why not though? Yep. This 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 whole show is zombie road trip. That's, That's the right. point.
0: I love it. When yeah. I saw it, I'm like, yeah, it's awesome.
2: <laughs> I, I appreciated the hell out of that.
1: I had the biggest, stupidest smile on my face when she picked it up. And so I'm I'm all about it.
2: <laughs> I'm just a little worried about the fact that we're all heading east, and Addie's he- presumably heading north. So this 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 doesn't have a lot of overlap.
1: Yeah, it's... So it's, we'll see. It, especially if, like, the people who disappeared are in Numerica, or maybe disappeared because of Numerica. We don't know. Um, like then, like, the idea of them going east means they're going further and further away from where everyone was supposed to go or supposed to be, so... I don't know. We'll see. I'm assuming
2: everyone who disappeared that isn't a named character is just
1: dead. <laughs> I mean, that's It is fair. really easy to slaughter NPC. All, all of the blends are in a fridge right now, so I literally, literally
0: fridge them. And, uh, Henry Rollins is a name, but he didn't necessarily survive. Yeah. I, you know, they, oh, I mean, they, he like, had a name know, in
2: depth, and you know. he
0: didn't survive.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, like, by the dozens. <laughs> okay. You tend not to kill named characters by the dozens. You absolutely However, do that, that with... Be... Zombie traumatic. bait number one.
1: That would be traumatic that and powerful. Be, we oh. saved that for season finale. Oh. No! Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, let's go ahead and dig into some news and gossip.
0: After Buzz TV News.
1: This so working now. one of the uh, one fun thing that we we want to talk about it's not necessarily Z Nation related but the Asylum is doing something really fun right now oh, yeah. with Cinemark. You. Uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, tell our audience a little bit about well, that?
0: Absolutely. Every Thursday night at uh, selected Cinemark theater, um, about seventy six of them nationwide, we show an Asylum movie, uh, and uh, at ten thirty at night, it's kind of a late night thing. Uh, so please go to cinemark.com forward slash asylum to find out what movie is uh is next uh the, the one this thursday is Zombies, which uh <laughs> i one of my favorites that we put out uh, at the studio um and it's uh, what you think it is it's uh, zombie animals in a zoo um and it's very serious. Would you stop that? I'm sorry, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> so excited about this. <laughs> Zoomies. Zombies. Uh, Zombies. And then every every Thursday there's something uh, new, unique. Some we just acquired that have the that has that asylum sensibility, and some are uh, from our studios as well. And uh, it's, it, and sometimes we even have uh, the Q and A with the with the film uh, director that we post uh, do a live uh, feed on FaceTime. That's awesome.
2: Facebook. Facebook. That's cool. That's, i mean, saw a little bit of. Uh, I actually. Went to go see a movie in Colorado when I was home for a while in a Cinemark and saw that uh, reel for it, and there was some Z Nation in there.
0: I I would imagine so. Yes, the the, the teaser has uh, from the filmmakers of you know from the Asylum, Sharknado, uh, <laughs> Z Nation, you know all that stuff. So yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. good time.
1: Zombies sounds like fun this week, and there's Zumbies. something there's something new every week. If yes, I'm not
0: mistaken. it's a, it's a new it's a new show. It plays uh, just that one night. Uh, to the 100 theaters and uh, so you and go
1: one week you go uh, the following week and you'll you yeah you'll it's get discounted tickets like time. it's like a
0: five dollar ticket. Um, I think you can get the whole season for even less um, you know if you go again online. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun and I'll be if you're out here in Los Angeles I'll be there t- uh, this week um, at the Howard Hughes uh, Cinemark. Oh awesome yeah, yeah. Come on now mm-hmm. see
1: you. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Um, but I, I think uh, we also wanted to talk a little bit about um, Z Nation on TV uh, this year, because a lot of people came to this show via Netflix, and uh, I feel like a lot of people like beca- uh, were drawn into it. And lo- again, with the binge uh, <laughs> binge watching culture, that like the way that's sort of changing TV, that brought a lot of people to it for for seasons two and three. Um, but I feel like a lot of people are also waiting for the entire season to be done before they actually catch it. Now, <laughs> did did you have any thoughts on um, thoughts. on that that you wanted to speak to?
0: Here's the thing: if we don't get the ratings, if we don't get the eyeballs um, when it goes on the Sci-Fi Channel on Friday nights, there won't be a season five. So that's my exclusive to you: there will not be a season five if we don't. Push the ratings up. Numbers are down uh, this year, so and and yet I think it's the strongest season that we have. So I want more people to see it. So we need some evangelical Z Nation, you know, zombified audience fans to really go out there and push it to watch it, um, because we need those ratings to go higher so that we could um, tell you actually what happens uh, when they go back east in season five. I mean, we kind of answer some things, but you know, come on, season five—that's what it's really at. <laughs> you know.
2: So if you are a Nielsen house, or if you know someone who's in a <laughs> Nielsen house, Absolutely. or if you just like zombies, come
1: on, guys. Come on. We need,
0: we need those the Have items. you heard the word
2: of our Lord and Savior <laughs> Murphy?
1: <laughs> I mean, all all analytics are important. Netflix numbers, Amazon Absolutely. numbers, um, uh, DVR numbers, all of those things are important. We love our partners. But, um, so, and we, we say this all the time um, when we talk about our iTunes shout-outs and everything like that. Audience engagement and audience eyeballs when an event is actually happening um, and very much audience support. That's how a show stays on the air and that's how producers um, that's how they know what, what they choose to keep on. It's how the producers know that people like the show that the network is putting on so guys it's really important watch it on friday nights when it airs and tweet all about it live tweet it Uh, i i don't want to i don't want to see any spoilers but guys z nation needs you to do this so uh Mm -hmm. yeah guys we we need that and then after you watch the episode, go ahead and comment on iTunes and let us know what you thought. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> yes. um, and we might give you a shout out on the show. Nothing new this week, but um, iTunes does take a couple days uh, to update, so be sure to keep that in mind when you guys leave a comment. Um, Alright, let's go ahead and delve on into some predictions.
0: And now, you're after Buzz TV.
1: Sorry, David, we forgot to mention that the studio is Yeah, had. it's all good <laughs> Hope you're cool with that, zombie uh, ghosts. A stroke. So, okay, yeah, uh, I'm gonna bring you back to that question, guys. What's east? Death. <laughs> Destruction. The black rainbow. The reset.
3: Fire. If the black rainbow is birds, I'm a freak out. <laughs> <laughs> just murder of crows. Oh, converging! <laughs>
0: it's like that Isn't scene the manta from the. Ray, new... The thing that didn't she <laughs> There see was that? a manta ray. She yeah. did yeah. see a manta ray. So it's go. like the that's scene
2: from gets. the new Terrible Mummy movie where it's just oh enough birds God. to take I didn't to the plane. That
1: movie. Yeah, um, but it's in the previews, so... and that's
2: all that matters.
0: Don't reference a terrible movie. <laughs> when you. Talk, okay.
1: There's not enough whiskey in the world mm. to, to have made that movie good. Mm. Anyway. Ouch. That's neither here nor there. I was just, my
3: one quick prediction is that Murphy is going to have to come to terms somehow with the fact that he's no longer relevant to the situation. I'm excited to see him anymore. It's not about him. It doesn't matter if he goes with the group or stays, it's literally not about him.
2: And they can't use his blood for the cure anymore because yeah. it has contaminants
1: in it. Yep. I, I like the idea of him being not relevant anymore, but Warren being the one to physically change and having her her biology becoming the new fact. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Um okay guys, well I believe that means we're out of time. David, thank you so so much again for, for coming on. Uh we really appreciate it. Hopefully I'll be it. voted
0: favorite next Season.
1: You are you are a returning guest star, champion. Thank you so much. Um, do you have any other projects that you can tell us about, real quick?
0: Oh goodness, no. That's you got me all on the Cinemark thing and watching uh, Z Nation, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of my life right now.
1: Fantastic. Right. Where can people go if they want to keep up with you?
0: Uh, on Twitter, it's David M Lat.
1: Well, again, thank cannot you. say thank you enough for joining us. Thanks for having. Uh, me looking forward to what the rest of the season brings
0: can't wait to show you
1: Michelle
3: you can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen I'm Katie Cullen you can follow me all over the social
2: medias as well as YouTube and Twitch at KIAJ that is K-I-A-X-E-T if my shows didn't come back last week they're all coming back this week the one I have on my mind right now is Voltron because that is tonight in about an hour 9pm show up it's going to be awesome
1: and I'm Megan, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Menguin. that's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz uh, I write articles for the Movie Chick, that's Chick with 2Ks Be sure to check those out, be sure to also check out season 2 of The Shadow Radio Recreation where I do the voice of Morgan Link. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in Thank you again, David, for coming on We will see you all next time
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire After Buzz TV staff